coming to you from Hammertropolis, a.k.a. Eric's house, in beautiful La Habra, California. We are Guys in Shorts Sports Los Angeles. The Dodgers and Angels continue their unimpressive starts to their seasons, winning four and three of the last ten, respectively. The Clippers continue the most Clipper playoff run in Clipper history, and the Galaxy, well, we'll let Hammer handle them. That's right, Hammer is back off the DL after his gender reassignment surgery, or... Yes. Oh. Was it back surgery? No, it was gender I, I can't keep them straight anymore. <laughs> you know what? I'll just, whatever you guys want to do. <laughs> At this point, I'm just happy to be potting. Gender reassignment it is. Uh, in light of Hammer's triumphant return and a slew of LA players on the DL, we've decided to give an injury update on all our teams for this show. We'll be discussing what those injuries mean to the team and how they affect their chances. Also, the NFL draft is this week. Oh, we'll yeah. find out what the Rams need to do with their few picks that they have left. We do got, they have any picks? Yeah, we got eight picks. A couple? Yeah. Okay. All right. And uh, maybe we'll give Ben 30 seconds or so to talk about the Raiders. Let's do this. I am Jeff Wilson, and that is Victor Costello. I'm surrounded by leggings and dresses. <laughs> yes, you are, Darren Besa. We got moonshine, people. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we do. Ben Garcia. Whoop-de-whoop. And Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. Mermaids and princesses. Oh. <laughs> yes. That was a warm welcome yeah, by your daughter you, here you guys, at your house. Yeah, you yes. guys got the full show before the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah she, was, she was excited. <laughs> welcome back, my friend. It's good to have you, uh, have you back, not on the Indeed. phone. Indeed. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. Thank you guys for for coming up to Hammertropolis. It's much appreciated, yeah. and uh, it's it feels good to be potting live. Yeah. It again. doesn't look yeah, like you feel same. good yet. You yeah, are it's because I don't. Pretty slowly and <laughs> stiffly. Yeah, I'm I'm an old man. I, I've never been older than I am right You're now. You're moving older than Vic. <laughs> and that's old. <laughs> but, yeah, but uh, I'm getting there. I'm on the road to recovery. It's still we're two weeks out, so I'm still somewhat fresh. So. I'll get there. Yeah. I'm, I'm on the road to rehab. So All right. I'm, I'm definitely feeling better than I was prior to surgery. So yeah, well, we, we got to go back to Toka for some more, uh, get some more touches. So <laughs> they're, they're not liable. Gotta get right? those I expect in. you back soon. No. <laughs> <laughs> Are you in a lawsuit with them yeah. now? Eddie Lewis you and can't, Toka, you you can't speak about this anymore. Any, uh, yeah. oh. No, Eddie, no, no, no. Well, in light of your back, we decided to talk injuries. Nice. This, I inspired the show. show. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I suppose the biggest injury or, or the most, the one that's most pressing or important is Blake Griffin going down. Oh. Yeah. Is, does it, can it get any more clippers for the clippers? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, the, the Cubs had the curse of the goat. Mm -hmm. The Red Sox had the, oh, the babe, the curse of the Bambino. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. So. I agree that this is a Clipper curse yeah. because I curse mean, curse of the Condor. Well, that's the question: is Chuck. what? What was the? What is the curse? Is it? Is it Donald Sterling? Is it? Uh, no, because this happened it's, before. It's got to be forever, Sterling. yeah, and before the, it's Chuck like the Condor. Something happened in San Diego with the, you know. Uh, Bill Walton and some some hookah pipe. Something happened. <laughs> that, <laughs> something happened that created some curse because this is this predates the Don Sterling mess. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. to me, this this is now the end of this Clipper run. I mean, every year that I can remember over the last four or five with this Clipper team, it's always the window is closing. The window is closing. Yeah. The window is closing. Well, at this point now, Chris Paul and and Blake Griffin are now up for as for free agency this year. 
and they're already another year older. Chris Paul's what is 33, yep. 34 years old. This isn't going to be a team that they're going to bring back this year. So, mm-hmm. you know, all the thoughts and prayers and hopes that I had that the Clippers were going to make it to the second round and at least take Golden State to six, it's going to be a sweep at this point if the Clippers are even able to get past the Jazz in the first round now. So at time of recording, the Clippers are two and two. They're playing right now, and they were down by, I think, they were down 10 by ten, yeah, in the fourth around quarter. ten points last time we checked. Yeah, so at by home. the end of the show, we'll yeah. at home. We'll know. We'll know yeah, if they're officially home. dead or just not quite dead yet. Oh, so they don't make it out of this round? <laughs> well, you know, I I think that they still have enough to get out. I think there's enough veteran presence there. Utah is still a young team, you know, with a, you know with without playoff experience. So, you know, playoff experience means a lot when you get to the playoffs. So I'm thinking that still within the first round, if I was a betting man, I'd still put my, my money on the Clippers. But, I mean, to get out of the first round, I mean, to get out of the second round, mm-hmm. that's not going to happen. Sure. As of right now, they are down by 11 points with 9.55 left in the, in the fourth quarter. And this but, is in um, L.A., right? Because this yeah, is game this five. Is home. Yeah. Okay, yeah. if they lose this game, this shit's over. Yeah. And I, and it, <laughs> I changed my opinion. <laughs> I, I would like to remind you guys, I had them not winning this series healthy. And then now with the Blake Griffin injury, mm-hmm. it's just there's no way. Say goodbye to the doc. Say goodbye to... Sorry, yeah, Clipper probably, fans. Yeah. You have to blow the team up. Blow them up. Does anyone stay? So I have a question. Well, let's. That, that my question is actually going to relate to whether okay. any, anybody stays or not. But right now, if you were to bet, who would have a better record at the end of next season, Lakers or Clippers? Who are you betting on? Wow, that's a great that question. That is a great question. And I ask question. because there's so many, there's so many uh, personnel moves that are going to happen right. from both teams, and we don't know. So let's... Let's take a gander. I, I actually would go on record to say right now that the Lakers will have a better t- oh, better record next yes. season than wow. the Clippers. Wow. You know what? I'm going to jump on board with that too. Yeah, I, I think they will because I, I don't I, see this team staying together. I'm Anybody? Just, I'm trying to do the math here because the the Clippers are at what 50 plus wins. There were 50. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 50 yeah, in, in the like neighborhood, and the Lakers are, were in the 20s. So that's that would mean they'd have to drop off by 20 something wins, mm-hmm. and then the Lakers would have to jump up. Yeah, I, I think I'm, that's I, too big of a. I'm betting money that the Lakers make a couple of trades. Soon. Well, I think Chris um, Paul will come happens. back. Do you think that gets him 25 more wins well, over so the Lakers? To me, it's whether or not Chris Paul sticks around. If Chris Paul sticks around, then then maybe the Clippers would have a better team. But, you know, J.J. Redick, I, I, from what I read today, looks like he wants to get a, a big big contract. Yeah, they're not someone, I don't think he's worth yeah, it. Somebody, but they won't. And I, I think that Blake Griffin... I think he's well. Yeah. He's worn out he's his gone. welcome, yeah. so I think he's going to OKC. And DeAndre Jordan is not somebody that's going to do anything on the offensive end other than grab a rebound and put it back up. You know, from from the standpoint of a, a put up put back dunk or you know a layup because he has no moves in the post. So looking forward to next season, you know, Chris Paul's another year older. I don't think that they're going to have the shooters on the outside. I just don't think that they're going to have a very good team. This, here's something that I've heard. Do you think Chris Paul goes to chase a ring? I jumps, do. Jumps on the I Cavs do. You know, or jumps on... Well, I think that you know him being really good friends with LeBron and with, with, uh, yeah, with uh, Anthony, that you know, especially if Anthony has moved from New York, wherever wherever he goes, I think that you know that Chris Paul may say, you know what, I'm going to go with him over there and maybe we can chase a ring together and beat LeBron in the finals. Or does Carmelo Anthony come to the Clippers? No. <laughs> Every Clipper fan just started throwing stuff they, right They now. really did. They actually turned us off. Yeah. Oh, poor Clippers. Sorry, sorry, uh, Clipper fans out there. All three of you. Yeah. John, John Marquez and the other two. <laughs> or what was it? 7%, 7% of 7%, yeah. Los Angeles? 7%. Yeah. There you go. That doesn't count Orange County, though. We all know that. <laughs> 
move on to Dodgers injuries. Oh, guys. Shall I go down the actual list? Bring it. All right. Hold on. Let me uh, let me pull it up. Listen, I had well, well, it. Hold right, on. Here we it's go. It's a blister, a toe. Uh, what was Jock Peterson? Were we playing the match, the, yeah. match, yeah. the, match the injury to the player? To the player. There you go. I mean, you know, listen, well, I'm not a hockey fan, but when I hear the hockey's guy say <laughs> upper body or lower no, body injury, yeah. I played with like, a broken yeah. leg. Yeah, yes. there was a yeah. yeah. I, I saw the. I didn't actually read the article, yeah. but I saw the blurb. Yeah, he played in a game. Like what kind of podcaster you don't crazy. read the article? <laughs> you should be embarrassed. Well, it was like the Buffalo Sabers or something. I wasn't uh, going to read the article. Oh, well, in that <laughs> case, the title says it all. Before Victor pulls this up here, I just want to take the time to shit on the. Giants just for a little bit. Yes, that please we, do. We may have our injuries, but at least our injuries didn't come from a dirt bike riding. Seriously. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, Seriously. That's a great spot to during, start. During even the though season, it's not LA. Yes. Madison Bumgarner gets in, injured on a dirt bike during the season. During the season. Ooh, yeah. Who's riding a what dirt an bike? That's yeah. like one of the most dangerous sports you can do. Not, a, not if it's a leisurely cruise and he just happened to fall off. Hey, he, <laughs> it, it isn't evil can evil. Come on. <laughs> so, so should he be paid? Yes. Yeah. Really? Even though he's an it's idiot. A, it's a guaranteed contract. No, but I think some of them have clauses written in that if they are doing an activity, even like they, they're not allowed to play basketball or like even ping pong for some people. If it's people. in his contract, then no. If it's yeah. not in his contract, yeah, but it's, then yes. it's it's Madison Bumgarner. They're going to let him slide yeah. with. I mean, he's the he's best got, pitcher. He's he's yeah, yeah. He can write it. You know, hold on. He can do hold whatever on, he wants. Stop. Excuse me. Who's the best pitcher? He's their best picture. You thought you had him. No, he is. He's the best pitcher in Major League Baseball. Oh, Jesus, oh, guy right here. All right. Well, he's only going to be out for how long? Ten or so days? Uh, I, I mean, don't know because they said he's not requiring not injury. Still dumb. Yeah, yeah but still, still dumb. Indeed, yeah. indeed, still it is dumb. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, I think and you know what, though? At least the Dodgers don't have a guy named Madison, and his name doesn't have bum in it. That's <laughs> yeah. all I'm going to say yeah. about it. Vic resorted to the third grade name. That's now. right. That's, That's right. right. That's well, where we're at. It's right. the Giants. It's the Giants. All right. Let's get back on track. Dodgers injuries. Vic. All right. Here we go. You guys ready? Jacques Peterson, growing injury. Logan Forsyth, foot injury. Rob Segadin, toe. Grant Dayton, Middle body. That sounds like a hockey. hockey injury. I don't even know who he is. Rich Hill, <laughs> finger. Franklin Gutierrez, hamstring. Scott Casimir, hip. Brock Stewart, Wait, has shoulder. Has pitched a single game for the Dodgers? Not this year. No, ever. Uh, yeah. He's been on the injury list. It seems like he came, became a Dodger. No, he pitched last year. He was a, uh, Andre Ethier back. Oh, I didn't watch any games. Yeah, didn't watch any games. Yeah. <laughs> Josh Ravin, growing. And Yimmy Garcia, elbow. Those are all of the Dodger injuries. Wow. And uh, Ethier has not played this year. As, as we just said, Kazmir has not pitched this year. How many of those are relevant? I mean, uh, I'm sure some of those are like... Rich Hill and Logan Forsyth. Some of those are names Peterson. I hadn't That's even it. heard. Yeah. No. Uh, you know, Scott Kazmir, who had a pretty decent year last year for the Dodgers, that, that's pretty big. Jacques Peterson, who isn't batting that well right now, but still, he's one of the younger guys on the team. They actually called up Cody Bellinger today because of the Jacques Peterson uh, injury, and they stuck him out in, ha in outfield. Um, Franklin Gutierrez was just the guy they just brought in to be uh, um, the hitter against lefties and Logan Forsythe. So both guys that they brought in to hit lefties, out. Both injured. Both injured. Ugh. Yeah. Um, and Brock Stewart's not that big of a deal. He, you know, he's a, a relief pitcher, so it's not that. Uh uh, I think he's a relief pitcher. I believe he is. I don't think he's a starter. Well, if you don't know, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> <It's not Yeah. laughs> uh, those know. I, yeah. think, I think Vic's going to the injury list from yeah. like the AAA team and shit because I haven't heard of any of these people. <laughs> but you're not a real fan. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, there you go. 
You brought that on, calling you, him out for not reading the article, Ben. Yeah, I exactly. Just want to point that out. Yeah. So it's a it's a pretty deep list. Um, that's and, what she said. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. It shouldn't. That's not an excuse for how they're playing right now. I guess you can say because they they're they're the team that they're putting out there should be playing better than the way they are. So I'm not going to use the injuries as of right now, at least as an excuse. Well, and to be quite honest with you, I think that the major part of our lineup. And even the pitchers that we know we're going to be relying on in the playoffs, yeah. they're not injured outside of Rich Hill. <clears throat> you know, Jock Peterson, uh, to be honest with you, I think he's kind of a fluke and I think he's going to wash out. I don't think, I don't think, I honestly, I don't think that he's got the bat to sustain. <laughs> Ben's yeah. doing his thing. That's a spot right. in the lineup for That's more right. than, more That's than this fan, year. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Hey, listen, dude, you bat 230, you're going to go to triple A. Yeah. <laughs> Period. And that guy's bad. I don't care. Not if on the can... Angels. I know I was going to say, well, there's a little guy named Pulhos. At, uh... That's half our team right there. That's half, that's our, half team. our team is going to AAA. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I bet you these are your AAA players because you got the worst AAA team in baseball. Uh, <laughs> it is not a good AAA system. Uh, and so, no, to, you know, to me, I, to Vic's point, I don't think you can blame our, was it 9 and 10 record? At least that's what it was last night. Yeah. Uh, on 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 injuries at this point, we're just not playing the way we need to be playing. Which one of those stings the most? The Rich I mean, Hill. I think. Yeah. Rich Hill's, and how long is yeah. he out? Is it's do a, we know uh, until uh, science can figure out how to fix a blister? He's out. <laughs> I mean, because he had, like I said, he had the entire off season to get to you know to heal, and, and they're it, just yeah. going to keep reopening. It's yeah. just going to keep happening. Yeah. Ugh. So I think the Logan Forsyth is is the one that kind of hits me the most because he was supposed to come in and be able to hit left-handed hitting. And, you know, when you think about the infield and you think about the, the chemistry that you have to have between shortstop yeah. and second base, so now that you've got this, you know, backup playing in the second base position for who knows, maybe for the next month, you know, it could be a couple of weeks, whatever it is, you know, especially being a new part of the team, it's nice to develop that type of chemistry in April, May, and June so that when you get to the back half of the season, you already know where that shortstop's going to be. You know where he likes the ball. It's just the reps that you get this time of year so that by the end of the season, you're ready to go. And, and as a Dodgers fan, you don't care what happens. Right now, we're 9 and 10. Who gives a shit? San Francisco's behind us, and I know that the, the Diamondbacks in Colorado are not going to sustain what they're doing. No. Yes. So yeah, we're eventually going to get to that point where we're going to be leading the division or you know, the, it'll be us and the Giants in the, in, the, in the front. And so all you care about right now is what's going to happen in October. And so that's why that one hits me the most. I want to make sure that him and Seager get that chemistry and they know exactly where they're going to be in the playoffs. The good news about that, though, is there's about, about 1,000 games left. In the baseball oh, season, thousand twenty-two, thousand twenty-two before the All-Star break. Yeah, so I yeah. think they got plenty of time to do that. <laughs> Is that how it feels to be an Angels fan? <laughs> oh, oh, speaking of which, here we go. Let's talk Angels injuries. Basically, you you want to read them off? No, you know what? <laughs> uh, I don't want to put myself it's, through that. Here we are, three weeks into the season, and so far, all of our closing pitchers are currently on the disabled list. We have Cam Drosian, Andrew Bailey, and Houston Street, who hasn't actually pitched uh, so far this season. But so far, just three weeks into it, and they're all on the DL. In addition yeah. to that, I think last week's episode, I mentioned a little bit about Garrett Richards. And I said, you know what? I'm waiting for that bomb to drop in which the Angels said they're going to go ahead and put him on a 20-day, 40-day DL. Not four days later after that pod, they bump him up to the 60-day DL. Yeah. Gosh, he's and a... And they don't even know if yeah. that's. I mean, it's it's indefinite. When well, he's and that kind of sounds. Injury. That yeah. kind of sounds a little bit like Kershaw last year. Remember when we used to get reports that said 
he's playing catch. And yeah, we had Victor yes. and I were going, <laughs> yes, all right, right. he's coming back. <laughs> Those, those are the worst because you no really news don't is not good news. Well, you really don't know. And yeah, and you know, when you get that news of, you know, hey, they threw, you're always worried the next day. Was there any repercussions? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I hope for you guys that you guys can get them back because it, it's it sucks as a fan. No, I just really just a lot. Man. Yeah, from, from, from a, a little choked up here. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's all the dresses he's surrounded by. From a, yeah, from a friend's standpoint, you always want to put your the best product on the field, and and yes. to, and to end the season with that thought of well, if this person didn't miss sixty games, and if this person didn't miss sixty games, you know, because then you go into the next season saying, well, do we need to blow it up? And I think for the last couple of years, you've had enough injuries where you've kept the team together because Jeff. Ray Rainbows and Butterflies always says, well, but if if Garrett Richards didn't go down, if Ibar yeah. didn't go down or, you know, whatever, right. I'm just making up names <laughs> now. We, just, we don't know what this team looks like right. because of the, the bad luck we've had with injuries. And it, the unfortunate <clears throat> thing with Garrett Richards is that last season he had that option to go through Tommy John surgery. But yep. you know what? We we inject some uh, shark shark urine. piss. Yeah, <laughs> we inject some shark <laughs> urine into him. Darren peed on him, and that didn't work. Apparently, it doesn't work. Uh, Maybe it'll work for a blister. Who knows? It's always good when the joke carries on to the next episode. Well done. Well but done. But now you know four point one innings into the se- into the season, and you know what? He gets to the DL with uh, a yep. bicep strain. So you get kind of worried that should he have gone through Tommy John about a year and a half ago, or. Uh, yep. Is he you, going to go to the 6th ADL and you know what, eventually during that time frame, he's going to say, you know what, let's just do the surgery. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I'm actually going to take the Vic route on this one and nice. say that these injuries... The right route? <laughs> the right route. Uh, in this instance, I don't think these injuries affect our record of 9 and 12 right now. The, the, the pitching, starting pitching has actually yep. stepped it up. In fact, at time of recording, uh, we had a shutout going against Oakland. Yes, we did. And that was um, in the seventh? Yes. Yeah. And and you know, pitching has looked good actually. The bullpen Too bad you don't have a so closer great. for the ninth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> closer. He he came in and got us nervous last night. Mm-hmm. Um Bud Norris is now uh stepped in as the closer. But our bats are just asleep and have not woken up. Uh I think that's been our biggest struggle is scoring runs. Also I think what this, what these injuries have exposed is we're finally starting to feel the effects of how horrific our farm system is. Yes. Because every time another injury hits, we can't go to our farm system for a replacement player. We got to trade. That's right. Yeah. To That's so true. Atlanta for wow. a some person to be player. Later. Who, right. who did we pick up uh, today? I have <laughs> well, it written have no in my idea. notes. David Hernandez from the Braves. Some veteran David Hernandez. Pitcher he who... was sitting in the three hundred section last week. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was pitching Kurt Adolfo. A. They were hanging out together in Alberta's. <laughs> he said Kurt Adolfo. Isn't that his name? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm impressed. It. Well oh, done. Yeah. Man. All right. No, but this guy was pitching in AAA in in Atlanta, and now he's probably gonna. Start for or not start, but he'll be in our bullpen in the playing That's yeah, crazy in the nuts. rotation. Despite our injuries, I I I'm, agree- I'm agreeing with you. Is that offensively we are doing a little bit piss poor, and it's those key situations where you know you look <laughs> at top- you and the piss, <laughs> dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's moonshine, guys. We're drinking moonshine. <laughs> wow. It's those key situations in which you know we have bases loaded. All we need is one run. To win a game, we have one out and nobody can get a hit anywhere yeah. in the field. And whether it's Albert Pujols or Angleton Simmons, we're just watching pitches fly by. Yeah. 
It's rough. You're Swing. pissing your chances away. <laughs> yes. Swing the bat. <laughs> Do it. Uh, all right. Well, we've got more injury to talk with the Galaxy and, and all do, that stuff. Boy, Plus, do we. NFL draft this week. <gasps> do we? We're going to talk oh, some yeah. NFL draft. But let's take a commercial break real quick, and we'll come back and discuss it all right after this. To build a championship team, today's general managers analyze their players using data and metrics. What if that same information were available to help you maximize the success of your business? Enter Snowfly. Snowfly works with both large and small businesses to identify and collect data relevant to their specific goals. Snowfly's innovative analysis and reporting tools define critical behavior metrics in employees and can drastically improve your hiring and overall productivity. Go to snowfly.com or call 877-SNOWFLY. That's 877-SNOWFLY. Call today. We are back. We've got a few score updates since the top of the show. The Angels won in the bottom of the 11th with a Cole Calhoun single that scored Danny Espinosa. Cole Calhoun! Yeah, there he is. Keep it down. The kids are sleeping. Un- <laughs> <laughs> We're in Hammertropolis. That's it's right. the moonshine. <laughs> Unfortunately, the Clippers Speaking of moonshine, have lost... To uh, what? Game five to Utah, and now are down three two. Three two. It's yeah, over. It's tough. That that's it. That series is in the refrigerator. Check. Yep. Sorry, Clipper fans. Uh, all right. Let's. Uh, you know what? Before we get to the galaxy, exactly. Before we get to the galaxy, the Dodgers won. Oh, also, we've got a bevy of scores. Clayton wow. Kershaw two Excellent. to one, and Ben's favorite segment of every show, a stat. Oh, bring it. Yeah. Clayton Kershaw is now 61 and 28 after a Dodgers loss. Wow. wow. What does that mean? It means you hope you don't have to bat against him after a Dodger team loses. Pretty much is what it means. Yeah. That, that goes to show you the Dodgers lose a lot <laughs> when he's not pitching. <laughs> that's what it tells me. <laughs> if that's that was well, only, being a seven year veteran, if that's that was 35 times. to 15, yeah, I'd only, be like, that's good. We already established there's a thousand games in a season. It's only 89 times. So, <laughs> see, Jeff, this is the comfort level that Dodgers fans have when they hear that Kershaw is going to take the mound. Yeah. yeah, they know that nice. they're going to that game, and they feel comfortable. Yeah, What's with our like? starters, just like tell, tell us more about it, Grandpa Costello. <laughs> <laughs> Back when Kofax played. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Vic's old, this is the injury show, and uh, let's talk some more injuries. Before we get to the galaxy, I got a question for you. What injury, past or present, affected the direction of that team the most? Does that make sense? Yes, I got you. Yeah, yeah. So before, I want to clarify. So you're saying in any L.A. team history that we can remember. So like the Drysdale days for Vic all the way up to like the most recent. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, right. All the way up to so Blake what, Griffin. But injury no. affected the Brooklyn team. days don't count though, right? Because I was watching them in. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, right. We'll, all right. Just we'll making sure. Just date yourself now. <laughs> well, I've got one. What do you got? Here's what I got. And I think Ben will like this one. The Bo Jackson career ending oh, hip wow. injury. Oh, the hip pointer. You know what's funny is I didn't even think of that. Yeah, that was during their, their time yeah. in LA yeah. and that was a, a playoff game a playoff game against Cincinnati and they actually won that playoff game but Bo Jackson I mean, if you remember any of those highlights, he was unstoppable. Oh, he was yeah, unstoppable. Yeah. And, uh, if you ever played Tecmo, you know yeah. that. And, and, uh, <laughs> Bono's, Bono's sports. <laughs> and Tecmo. So, so it's interesting to think if he didn't have that injury, I, I think they were the number one seed yeah. in, you know, going into that playoffs. Yeah. Who knows? That was the year they happened. were supposed to beat Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo ended oh, up killing right. them in the next that's game. That's right. 
Uh, so yeah, I think that's a that's, that's a huge injury that's up there. because that wiped them out of the playoffs and that ended Bo's career. And if uh, the ESPN had a great thirty for thirty, yes, on Bo they Jackson. did. That oh, was so wonderful. Good. And that was when, really good. Yeah. When it detailed that specific injury, it was really horrific. So yeah. to think of you know for a guy like that who was just a, a, a god amongst men to go out with a terrible injury like that just was was awful. And I yeah. think to this day he's the only major league baseball player to ever play a major league game with a replacement hip. Wow. wow. Yeah. Oh, that's wow. right. He yeah, continued yeah. to play baseball. He, yeah, stopped, he did. Yeah. ended his football yeah, he career. Came back, yes. yeah. yeah, but it was after a couple of years and a lot of uh, a lot of rehab. And, and he know, wasn't the same. A lot of self-doubt. Well, you know, he was never the same player. Uh, he still had the, the the pop as far as as far as far hitting. He never really hit for average. He was kind of like Jock Peterson. Before, you know, he, he kind of made it cool. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say he's kind of like Carl Malone. <laughs> <laughs> but, but from, the, but from the, the defensive side, he, he was never the same player. Yeah. How about the Kobe also. injury? If Kobe no. doesn't no. get injured, no. would the Lakers have... No. no, that team was already on the decline. You know, Powell was already a couple years... That was after their championship run. They were not replenishing the star players. And if you remember that season, he was playing 48 minutes a game just to get into the playoffs with the Steve Nash and Dwight Howard team. And so had you know that team not been so terrible... He wouldn't have had to play all those minutes that ultimately, I think, is what caused the Achilles tendon to rupture. So, What about the Steve Nash injury? He, he came in injured. <laughs> that doesn't even count. He came in with my you back. <laughs> so, Jeff, what was your original question? Because I actually had a thought, and now I forgot what it was. <laughs> I have an, uh, a great injury. Uh, 1989, the Los Angeles Lakers sweep every team to go into the NBA Finals, and they're going to play the Detroit Pistons. Oh, we're talking injuries. That's right. Yeah. Welcome back, Ben. The Mermaids and Princesses show was over a couple hours ago. <laughs> and uh, they go into this, you know, everybody's expecting him to win this series, and in game number one, Byron Scott goes out. Game number two, Magic Johnson gets injured. Both players are out for the rest of the series. They end up getting swept by the Detroit Pistons. So they swept every team to get in there. They get swept in the finals. So oh, that, wow. that, yeah, that injury was huge. That huge, cost huge, them the finals? Oh, totally. It did. Yeah. Totally. And that was, the first big. De- that was the first Detroit win, and they ended up going back, back to, to back. back. Yeah. And I remember at that time, because the Lakers had won three, or yeah. no, I'm sorry, they had, they had gone back to back, 87 and 88. And you know, when Detroit won the first one, then I was like, shit, I hope they don't win number two because then they're going to be compared to this Lakers team. And I never thought that they were, that they qualified. Yeah. Right. And they ended up winning two in a row. And of course, then they were in the same conversation and screwed Detroit. Oh, that's big. That's <laughs> yeah. big yeah. when an injury yeah. cost you. Well, so I have another one. banner. And mine's actually a little bit different. Mine was actually Kurt Gibson in the 88 World Series. Now, it ended up helping oh. the Dodgers. Right. Oh, So I think yeah. that this kind of changed the direction, but I think that it gave the Dodgers team something to play for. It was It's almost like you're going to win one for the Gipper, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and Kurt Gibson was their emotional leader all season. And his only at bat in the World Series was the game one home run that we're all aware of, yeah. where he does you know the, the arm swing you know, between first and second base. And ultimately, Never heard of it. And ultimately, the Dodgers, <laughs> Not familiar. the Dodgers beat a 100-win A's team that were supposed to roll over the 88-win yeah. 80, team yeah. or whatever the Dodgers were that season. So I think that they're, that changed the momentum and the direction of the Dodgers to win the World Series. Good stuff. All right, let's talk about injuries, which we've mentioned this on the show before, that they seem to be happening more frequently. It seems like more players are getting injured. The Dodgers had a billion players on the DL last season. 
Although Vic they're millennials, and they're not as tough as we are. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, there we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. So, what do we have any theories on why this is? I think <laughs> millennials. That, that's a good one. <laughs> I think uh, athletes today are just bigger, faster, and stronger. So, with that, they're playing the game. They're running faster. They're throwing yeah, harder. Yeah, the pace of the game. So, and, yeah, it's the, just crazy. our bodies haven't changed that much. In you know, but the you last can make 30 the argu- no, but you can make the argument that the training regimens, that the that, diets, that the weight schedules—that's true. So, so, the, so we the have regener- changed the regeneration and the the healing has gotten better, but it's almost had to because and you got shark piss, you know, <laughs> shot <laughs> in your knee. <laughs> but it's had to because there have been so many right. injuries. Right. Yeah. I think you know when you're throwing 100 miles per hour or you're you know six four and you're running into a 300 pound you know lineman. At, at full speed, you're going to get hurt. It's just a yeah. matter of time. So I think, you know, these guys aren't smoking in the locker room and eating hot dogs in the dugout. These guys are, are training a lot harder. And so when they go to play, they're playing so much harder than other players have played in years past. And I think that's what's causing the injuries is just because everyone's bigger, faster, and stronger. I, I think it's repetitive motion. So here would be my argument that if you're a secretary, which I don't know, I don't know if there's, you know, quote unquote secretaries anymore. They're I was going to say, I was waiting for a sexist remark. But, <laughs> but if you start your career at 25 years old, by 50, you have carpal tunnel mm-hmm. okay. because you've been doing the job for 25 years. The problem with sports is that now you're focusing in on one sport when you're four years old. Think about Tiger Woods being on the Ed Sullivan show or whatever it was when he was like two or three years old. He's been swinging a golf club his entire life. So by the time he hits 35 yeah. years old, his back can no longer handle swinging the ball. If you think about pitchers having to specialize in baseball when they're 10 years old going through all year round baseball and they're no longer playing basketball, they're no longer playing football pitching coaches and and they're only pitching the ball. They're not even hitting in some points anymore because they know that when they get to the bigs, they've got the DH or, or it doesn't even matter because the nine spot you can bat 80 and, and you can still, you know, have a, a spot in that rotation. So they're not emphasizing what those other sports are or even, the other things that you could do within the same sport, they're focusing solely on pitching. They're, f- they're focusing solely on being a shortstop and, and collecting grounders. And, you know, when you do this for 25 years, and if you think if you start at two or three years old, by the time you hit 26 and 27, three. Oh, you're, man. <laughs> I'm late. You're, 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 you're not, not going to last. So by the time you're yeah. 20 years old in professional sports, you, you have eight to 10 years invested. Right. And so whether it's as minors and, or. And when you think back to the Oral Hershiser years, yeah. you know, and, and Oral's a little bit older than I am by a couple of years, but you know, not that I was a professional <laughs> athlete. No, no, no. Not that I was an <laughs> professional athlete. Isn't but gray, though. When I was, when I was in elementary school and junior <laughs> high, division one athlete though, Let's and not in high sell school, that I played basketball, mm-hmm. I played baseball, you know, I wrestled, I played water polo, I swam. So it, whatever the season was, that's the sport that I played. But you know, when I look at the, at the players, when at the high school level for basketball, the only ones that made the team, were the ones that were doing traveling basketball when they were in elementary school. Yeah. You know, so I wasn't able to make that team because I obviously wasn't good enough, but it was because they were specializing. And I think that the generation before myself, I think that there was a lot more emphasis on, listen, you just need to go outside and you need to play sports, whatever it is, whatever the season is, just enjoy yourself, be a kid. And then when you get to high school and you figure out that you're good in baseball, then focus in focus on, on that. that. And yeah. nowadays there's just so much money involved with the sport that, you know, mothers that 
potentially are living in areas that are not very wealthy, they look at their kid as the as the meal ticket. And so what they're doing is they're saying, well, we're going to get my kid involved in that sport when he's young, because if he gets more reps, it's going to increase my chances that he's going to make it big and he's going to buy me the big house. To that point, I think what some athletes have mentioned is because of the special specialization is that it's not helping their game in other ways. So to connect it back to Steve Nash, Steve Nash, one of the reasons why he attributes his court vision is because he played soccer growing up. So he, you know, was a midfielder and was able to see the field Mm -hmm. and that kind of helped him with his vision when he translated that into basketball. Same thing with Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant growing up in Europe and his footwork. It says it really helped his footwork. Uh, And then Abby Wambach, if you're familiar with her, with the women's national team, she said that her experience playing basketball and getting rebounds is actually what made her so good at heading the ball in soccer. So there is something to be said about playing other sports and and using that influence in other sports to help you once you pick that specialized sport at yeah. a later date. But if you're only focusing on that one sport, you're not going to pick up those those transitional skills yeah. that can help you. Well, you know, what's funny is there actually was a study done. Um, I don't know if it was a study or a survey, but it was a nationwide study of, of professional athletes through all sports. And the vast majority of them said that uh, they played all kinds of sports growing up and the specialization didn't come until they were 12, 13, 14 years old. But prior to that, that they were... Uh, playing everything, like whatever they can get yeah. their hands on, they're playing. I think football and- players are still like that, but I think basketball and baseball are different. And I think that the reason for that is because when you're younger, especially the contact tackle football, parents don't want you to play that. So I think that they'll allow you to play it because you know your friends do it, and it's, there's a, a three month season that's involved. But I do think that when you think of Brett Favre, when you think of Aaron Rodgers, and you think of even Tim Tebow now, who's trying to play minor league baseball. They've all been associated with playing other sports when they were younger. But, you know, when you think about maybe a Kobe Bryant, you know, he did play soccer, but I think that he is the exception more than the rule. I think when you think about AAU, I don't know what age that starts, probably seven or eight years old. Once they're in, they they don't want to not be playing basketball because then the other players, when they're off playing baseball, are going to get better and they're not. And that's why they stay in that sport. Interesting stuff. Good. It's a good thing you have a Division One athlete to tell you how sports oh, yeah. So good. Oh, so good. Glad you could share your history with us, Ben. All right. Let's talk Galaxy. Oh, Al Bundy was here. Do we have to? Hammer, are there any Galaxy injuries? Oh. How, how far back do you want me to go? <laughs> just, just keeping uh, up with the injury episode. 30 seconds. <laughs> I'll hit you with the big one. And the, I, I, t- I touched on it briefly. The biggest injury this season to the LA Galaxy has been to Sebastian Legette. Uh, because he had a, a foot injury while playing with the U.S. national team just minutes after scoring his first ever USA national team goal. He had a foot injury, a Liz Frank injury, which is on his foot, and it's, he's going to be out for several months, so he's basically out for the season. And this was supposed to be a big year for him. Uh, you know, He came onto the scene a couple years ago, really burst onto the scene, looked great for the Galaxy. Last year he had a little bit of a struggle, but he still showed a lot of potential, and so uh, this year was supposed to be a big year for him, and he went out injured, and that was that was a devastating injury uh, for the Galaxy so early in the season. the The second injury that I want to talk about is Robbie Rogers. Uh, Robbie Rogers is a player who's been with the Galaxy for several years. He's uh, used to be a national team player, used to play in Europe, and uh, he came to the Galaxy, and they converted him to a defender, a left back, and so he had an injury last season where he had some nerve 
damage on his left foot. You know how that feels. Yeah, I do know how that feels. <laughs> Could you imagine being a professional yeah. athlete and having that? Yeah, that, that's the crazy thing when you hear, you know, to bring it back to me. Uh, <laughs> when you hear players have bulge discs and back injuries and feeling what I'm feeling now, I'm surprised these guys are able to play as soon as they are. Yeah. But, but to bring it back to Robbie Rogers, so he had this foot injury, and so they kept – the, the LA Galaxy wasn't exactly forthcoming with his progress. So the expectation fans, I think, were expecting him to start the season, you know, healthy. And we just kept hearing he's still injured, still not back after having surgery. And the more developments that are coming out, it's sounding like he's never going to play again. He, oh, really? He is having yeah. uh, issues where he can't feel his foot. And so, um, you know, he's taken all mention of the LA Galaxy off of his social media. Uh, He's recently adopted a child. So, you know, he may be focusing on his family and focusing on other things. How old is he? He's 29. 29 So he's still relatively young. See, now that's the part that's amazing because I'm I'm 40 or I'll be 40 in June. And I've got a 17-month-old and, you know, like my favorite thing is to throw her up in the air and to do all these things. And when you think about being 29 years old and you you have your first child – how are you going to feel when his, him or her wants to play catch or wants to go play basketball when you're 35 and you're going, I was a professional athlete and now I can't do these things because my body just won't allow me. He's going to be on a podcast talking about he was a, used to be a professional <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. athlete and, and, and he, was like the Adonis. he was the Adonis of his high school. That's what he's going so, to come out and say. All right. So to bring this back to Robbie Rogers. <laughs> oh, right, right, yeah. We're talking galaxy. So here's the rub with the Robbie Rogers injury is prior to the season. That was a good uh, alliteration. Yeah. 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 <laughs> is they they traded AJ De La Garza away from their team who was one of the a fan favorite and a defender and so the question is did they know how serious this injury was and if they did why did they trade away a defender knowing that this their current starting defender had a foot injury and can't possibly is never going to play again. So that's really the rub. And it's made a lot of fans angry. A lot of fans were upset when AJ De La Garza was traded just flat out, just because he was such a loved figure in the LA galaxy lineup. And uh, you know, I I was one of the, those who believed that he actually should have been a starter, but for some one reason or another, he fell out of favor as a starter uh, to Robbie Rogers being one of the starters. But the fact that Robbie Rogers career is likely over and we traded away a guy who was a fan favorite and probably could have been in that spot. Uh, and now the Galaxy is just absolutely looking awful, especially, you know, since their last game. It's really unfortunate that injuries, you know, have kind of, I don't want to say killed this. I don't want to say injuries killed the season because there's still a lot of talent on the team and the players who are on the roster now should be doing better than they are. But but the injuries definitely raise a, a little bit of a black cloud. What are we pointing at? Coaching? The front office? Well, do we want to talk about uh, no. this last game? Here we go. <laughs> Ben's ready. <laughs> so what if I said Robbie Rogers has a swimmer's body? Would that get you interested? No. No. Okay. No. <laughs> nice try, though. I tried. Just to recap this last game, this last weekend they played the Seattle... Sounders. There it is. There so I was waiting for it. So the Seattle Sounders, and they got their asses handed to them. It was not uh, Well, the Seattle well. Sounders were the best team in the league last they, they year. They won the cup last <laughs> year. Wow. So is that you right, know, Ben? It is. <laughs> ben, why don't you do this update for us? <laughs> the Galaxy lost this week, and let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> so they got their asses handed to them. They lost 3-0, and it's not... It's one thing to lose 3-0, but to lose in the fashion that they did was they, just They should have lost by more. Yeah, they, they could have lost by more, and it was just an 
embarrassing showing altogether by the LA Galaxy. You got to give some credit to Seattle because they they put the game. Some plan. credit they kicked your ass. <laughs> but I'm saying th- there have been games this season where the Galaxy beat themselves. They could have done better. Yeah. And they let the other team win. This Seattle brought game, and Seattle, you know, did well. Seattle was the better team. The LA Galaxy yeah. didn't beat themselves. They no, got beat not, by not a better close. team. And, and here's where where I think the entire fan base of the LA Galaxy turned on Kurt, coach Kurt Anolfo. After going down uh, 2-0, they scored an own goal, and it was unfortunate. Ashley Cole was trying to stop it, so here we go. Kicked it in their own net. <laughs> we lost ben. ben loves ben. that. We lost Ben. <laughs> So after this going down 2-0 in the 35th minute, uh, in the 38th minute, they take out Emmanuel Boateng, our our favorite Game of Thrones character. How dare they? He's the fastest player on the field. Yeah. And you're taking him out in the first half, not due to injury, to bring in another uh, midfielder, Baggio Husidic, who they basically have two other players on the field who play his position. So they now have three defensive midfielders that they brought on. So I think Kurt Anolfo lost... He lost me there. I I don't know why. So we you don't have so, any idea think, what his reasoning would be. Uh, his reasoning was to kind of keep the midfielder the midfield together. So then you and knew what it was. So yeah. why are you complaining? No, be, the, but but that's not a. <laughs> you just said I don't know why wrong. he did it. And Jeff says well, he you don't know. And then you said no. This is the reason. This is the reason he gave, but that's not the reason that he should have done. The, you knew it was unnecessary. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but still. So <laughs> so I I think. Kurt Anolfo is being exposed for not really having his tactics down. He was caught by surprise. And then so now the fans are starting to turn on the coaching. The players look upset. Emmanuel Boateng, when he was subbed off, he didn't shake hands with the coach. He just kind of walked past him, didn't acknowledge him. And, uh, you know, last week there were some players who were seen on, on TV kind of yelling at the coach. And so I think he's 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 already lost the team. And, what does McDreamy and, think about him? <laughs> Allison Dreamy. Yeah. <laughs> Romain Allison Dreamy. He was actually one who has shown a lot of heart. So, uh, you know, he's not, yeah. I'm not going to mention him just because he really hasn't done anything wrong. He's but, my favorite player, though. <laughs> <laughs> but but he, he's doing what he's supposed to do. But the rest of the team seems to be disinterested. Giovanni Dos Santos has been a ghost. He's you know? not even, so I don't I'm know gonna, what he's I'm doing. I'm going to stop you right there. I'm going to propose the question that I asked you before the season started. And that was, if you get midway through the season and your team is terrible and you're not playing well, are you going to stop reporting and watching this team? <laughs> the, <I'll laughs> because if I remember, your answer at that time was, well, there was a team last year that was the worst at the All-Star it was Seattle. Break, and they came back and they ended up winning the whole thing. Oh, yeah, it was Seattle. Yeah, it was Seattle. So, so I'm going to pose that same question I'm, to you now. I'll tell you what. my my This will make you happy. If they keep stinking it up, my my uh, my updates will be a lot shorter. I'll say that. They, they, they <laughs> oh, lost again. Okay, for all of they you out there that again. are hoping that <laughs> stops reporting on the Galaxy, yeah. let's pray tonight that the Galaxy don't do well. So, for every loss, we take five minutes <laughs> off <laughs> of Eric's yeah. So by the end of the I'll season, it's an hour only and a half. 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so here's what, what I want to touch on. I think, <laughs> here we go, another yeah. 10 how, minutes. How are we in. not done yet? <laughs> so I think Kurt Anolfo is on the hot seat. I, we talked about how long does he have? Does he have to the midpoint right. of the season? Yeah. I think right now, if the player, if he's already lost the players after seven games, he's making decisions. We've only had seven games. Only seven games oh. in. So <laughs> if, if he just keeps making these poor decisions, I think that the, the fans are going to want him gone and the front office is going to want him gone. And the revelation that I've had, kind of keeping up with the, the Kardashians, <laughs> with the fans <laughs> during this time. Oh. 
is prior to the season, we talked a lot about LAFC, the new team that's coming in next season, and how are they going to compete for fans in LA? And I just ask the Rams. <laughs> I've always looked at it. Just ask I've Chargers. been a Galaxy fan for for twenty years, twenty plus years since they started in nineteen ninety six. So in my mind, I'm always going to support the LA Galaxy. And what I'm seeing fans say is, well, when I started following the team in two thousand twelve, or when I started following the team, you know, in, in twenty ten, and I'm thinking these guys are only invested for seven years, for four years, for yeah, three years. Yeah. So when they haven't seen the Galaxy struggle or they haven't been there since the beginning. So I was a little bit naive and kind of arrogant in my my stance thinking, well, AFC isn't going to take fans away. But if oh, LAFC yeah. comes in, they bring in some star players, they bring in a big name coach, yeah. and they start winning some games early, I, I, I now see the possibility of fans saying, well, you know, I don't know why I'm couldn't I make yeah, the following is, the Galaxy. Couldn't I make the argument, though, that, that Lakers fans would be the same way, that you're not really seeing the attrition over towards the Clippers because of their tradition and because of their history, you don't think that that means anything? No, to because anybody? I don't think so, don't think so anymore. And, and especially if, if I mean, I, yeah, I don't know why if, I made that yeah. comparison. <laughs> imagine if you just started following the Lakers, you know, in after their 2010, you know, championship. championship run. And then when they started sucking now, you say, well, you know, they don't have Kobe. They don't have Powell. That, that was the only reason I liked the Lakers. So now I'm just going to go follow another team. The Clippers are in the playoffs. So I think there's not that – because the league is so young and, and the team is not that young and players, uh, fans, have only recently started following, I think there there were a lot of fans who just jumped on the bandwagon when David Beckham came. And that was right. you know 2008, I believe, uh, 2007, 2008. So that's only 10 years in. And they came because of a big-name star. So if LAFC brings in a big name star, what's to say Don't, the wait, fans you won't guys cross have the Allison aisle. Dreamy. I mean, isn't that a He's big not name? a big name. <laughs> he is not a big name. Oh, yeah. no. Eric, you did miss one uh, major injury for the Galaxy. My heart? No, Zlatan. <laughs> oh, Zlatan yes. got hurt. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Not technically a Galaxy player yet, but I'm calling it but, right now. Okay, moving on. Zlatan will be in LA Gal will be playing really? for the LA Gal. Really? I'm calling it right Fix now. Wow. Call yeah. it bold prediction. Uh, bold prediction. That's right. So we're going to bring an injured Thirty-six-year-old oh, yeah. <laughs> player oh, yeah. Yeah. to come save yeah. the galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if totally. I like, I like that. it. That sounds yeah. like the Steve Nash deal. <laughs> <laughs> How about for every loss, Ben gets control of like we'll get some Oscar music, okay, or oh, something. There you go. And then <laughs> yes, and then yes. he gets control of some plays. <laughs> he plays, plays off. Eric off. All right, when, yes. when it starts. Oh again. my god, that I sounds wonderful. That. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna go like this, and uh, Eric's going the galaxy update. Where's my where's, where's my, the button? my player? Where's the where's button? The button? <laughs> well, the best part about that is. Ben's probably going to forget how it works. He's not going to know which That's button to push. Well, you have to give me credit to finish. You have to give me credit. I, I do listen You're to listening. what he has yeah, to totally totally does. Does. I'll give you that. totally yes, does. Yeah. Just because you know Seattle Sounders doesn't and mean... And I knew they won the championship. And, and I knew that they were That's terrible in the first beginning of the season. Fair yeah. enough. All right. So we're going to turn it around this weekend against Philadelphia. Who's winless? Uh, <laughs> we're gonna, <laughs> still going. Still going. Wait, are we, talk, are we talking about the Sixers? We're going to lose. We're going to lose. He's throwing it <laughs> to the last second. Ah, Portuguese Heritage Hammer. Night. Get your ticket. Well done. Oh, that's right. Game. Yeah, that's Portuguese right. Heritage Night. I'll be, be there. out there. Yes. I'll be there. Awesome. I'll be there. Come find us. We'll give you a sticker and oh, a high five. Yeah. Ooh. Love it. Okay. High five is worth more than the Before sticker. Before we get out of here, we got to talk breakfast? NFL. We got the NFL draft this week. Besa, what do we want to see from our Rams? Well, we want to see some weapons. And I'm actually going to toss this question to the USC guys because Ooh. I want to say it was about a week after the Super Bowl, I was uh, mingling on the guys in shorts uh, 
Facebook page, and I mentioned that how the Rams needed a receiver, and I mentioned Juju Smith-Schuster. Yes. Ooh. So, guys, sell me on Juju Smith. Why? I wouldn't. I wouldn't draft him until the second <laughs> round. Well, we don't have a pick until the that's fifth. That's the only round, pick so they have. Lucky yeah. for the Rams, <laughs> we do not have a first round pick. We actually so have the fifth land. pick in the second round, number thirty-seven. Okay. So, if he's available at number thirty-seven, you're thinking that we should. I think he's a project. I think he's he, a project. Why? I, I think he's a project because I, I believe that he loses he loses track of the ball enough times where he'll make that spectacular catch with one hand along the sidelines and the DBs in his face. But that's also the knock. He'll try to make a one-handed catch instead of trying to grab it for with both but hands. The, but the knock okay. that, that I have is I think that he goes across the middle too much or there's, there's a ball where he's got open space and all he needs to do is make the catch and he drops it. Okay, and, so, and so, so his routes may be a little bit off? Well, I, I don't know if it's his routes. I just think it's his concentration. Okay. I think that he concentrates more when he's got the guy in his face versus you know where he's got open space. Now, in the NFL with those DBs, yeah. I think that he's going to have more possessions where he's going to you know have somebody in his face, and maybe maybe it won't be a problem, but... You know, to me, that was one of the knocks that I had on him thinking, you know, why don't you stick around in, in college football for one more season, get some more seasoning. Okay. And and to Eric's point, well, you know, he's not going to really go up against NFL talent at the college level. So yeah. if he wants to learn, now's the time to leave. But because of those knocks, I wouldn't draft him in the first round. So if he's available at 37, I'd say, you know what, I, okay. I being, a, being a Los Angeles guy... Mm -hmm. I think that it would be a good fit for him. And then they're yeah. going to pair him with uh, Robert Woods, Bobby Robert Woods, Woods there. Yes. So you'll have a couple USC targets well, there. But unfortunately, he's going to have a downgraded quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the last thing I'll, I'll say about Juju Smith-Schuster is he does have the NFL body. He I does. think I think he's strong enough, and he's going to if he can put the concentration in and the work ethic together, then he can be he can have a nice NFL career. But that's going to be the question: Is he going to put the work in? Because to, I agree with Ben; he's, he tends to lack concentration in, at times, or to go for the one-handed catch yeah. when he could go for the easy two-handed grab. So that's my thing: Is he going to be able to to fine tune and put it all together? Because I think he has he has all the tools. Okay. I, he I could don't be a good. Pick. I don't see him being a number one. No. I, yes. I think I think he could be a solid number two. Okay. Just a little bit of speaking little of bit solid of work. number two. No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you gotta go. <laughs> More important than any of that, though, he's got the name. Come on, Juju Smith Schuster. I'd like to hear Michael Arajo. Juju Smith Schuster. Yeah, you know, in looking at the Rams for this uh, draft season, I have to look at a little bit about what they did last season. And last season was all about offensive weapons. You know, they got Goff, they got Pharaoh Cooper, they got our tight, our tight end uh, Higby. And I think this season, other than that second round pick, which would probably be a wide receiver, I think they're going to go heavily into defense because I think this draft is so big on defense. I wouldn't mind. And them. it's so funny that Fisher's not your, your coach anymore because he <laughs> loves drafting defenses. Oh, yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I totally could see the Rams, you know, picking up a, a lot of secondary people because after this season, we have, I think, maybe four or five unrestric unrestricted uh, free agents that are becoming uh, available. So I think they're going to go defense. I think for the first round or for that second round, uh, number five, I think they're going to go uh, Juju Smith right there. And that's... What about um, as far as like the offensive line? I know they made a couple of good pickups, but I mean, I saw a stat where they had... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Todd Gurley got hit behind the line. I think it was like 80% of the 
of, of the time. It was something ridiculous to where he never he never even had a chance to take a step forward, and he's getting hit behind the line. Yeah. And you have the, you have a rookie quarter not when well, I rookie anymore, but you have a second year quarterback. You he's need to rookie. protect him. <laughs> you know, yeah. wait, I'm going to make you guys feel real good. He's a rookie. Normally, quarterbacks in their rookie or their second year have a slump. Nice. <laughs> well, technically, he hasn't played a full season. He hasn't played yeah, a full yeah. season. He's only had seven games. Yeah. But he, he's still in his rookie year. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. <laughs> the, the Rams will need some offensive line help. Yes, and we've got some with Whitworth. Um, I could see them drafting uh, somebody on the offensive side, especially with... Uh, you know, Whitworth coming on from the left tackle and they're moving over Greg Robinson to the right side. Um, they're going to have to draft somebody. But for yeah. the most part, I still think it's going to be defensively. Last year was offensively. And for that second round, I think we're going to go wide receiver. So early prediction, what's your record at the end of next season? Ooh. Ooh. Ask um, him after the draft. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm gonna That's why s- I said early prediction. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. say seven and nine. Oh, wow. Seven and nine. Okay. Go ahead. No, no, I don't. I my I'd say six and ten. So it's it's pretty close. Yeah, it's pretty close. All right. All right. <laughs> I like seven and nine better though. Ben, <laughs> thirty seconds on the clock. How are the Raiders going to do in this draft? What are we looking for? Well, so at this point, I, I think you're looking for a running back with Marshawn Lynch still having ties back with Seattle and yeah. having to negotiate whether or not we're going to be able to get him. And I've given a lot more thought to kind of what Michael Arahu and I spoke about after the the draft or after our, our podcast. And that is that Marshawn really is definitely not an upgrade from what we had our, you know previously. So with Adrian Peterson being off the board, there really isn't a free agent that we can fill that spot with, even though we probably have cap space. So I think our number one need is going to be to fill whatever that running back role is going to be. Um, you know, hopefully Marshawn can eventually join the Raiders and we can use him as a third down back. <laughs> Play him off. Your ass turn. off. Music. I need I need to use that for Eric. <laughs> <laughs> but to, to make a long story short, I think the Raiders I think right now you're looking at a ten and six season. You know, it's gonna be a step back from what the regular season was record last mm-hmm. year. But I also think they're not going to be looking so much to impress in the regular season. They need to stay healthy for whatever the postseason is going to be. And ten and six will get them into the playoffs. And so, uh, really, the, the the major spot is to me is going to be two. It's going to be a, a lockdown defensive corner, and it's got to be a running back. That's yep. that's what they need to focus on in the draft. Short and sweet, ah, gentlemen. That show was not short and sweet. We are. Uh... <laughs> we had three hours. Yeah. Oh yeah. At least. At least. Good stuff. We're out of here. Follow us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA, on Instagram at Guys in Shorts Sports, on Facebook. You can find us also online at guysinshorts.com and visit the store there. If you want to leave a voicemail for us, do that at 562 450 3356. And of course, please share the show with all your friends, review us on iTunes, and subscribe there too. That All that stuff helps us out and uh, keeps the, the Guys in Shorts flagship sailing. Beautiful. And if you're if you're close to Hammertropolis, this is the real deal. You should stop by, have a drink. Yeah, it's a lot of do fun. Do some dress shopping. <laughs> it's, it's I got great. all your needs covered. Everything: whiskey, dresses, <laughs> leggings, yeah. toys for small children. I, yeah. I told yeah. you. I told you this was the sex a sex change here. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? It's all oh, making sense. It's all making sense. <laughs> for Victor Costello, Darren Besa, Ben Garcia, and Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira, I'm Jeff Wilson. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> What what would you like to talk about? You were talking about uh, what were you talking about in there?
Um, Princess is a Mermaid. Oh, wow. That's that's Ben's favorite subject also. Did you watch Ice Princess? Um, I I only watched Frozen. Okay, well, when you have a chance, ask your mom and dad to rent Ice Princess. It's a fantastic movie. <laughs> And then you'll find out Frozen is way better. <laughs> <laughs> and what is your favorite color, Lillian? Pink and purple. And what is your favorite Disney character? Minnie. And who is your favorite dad? Portuguese Emma. <laughs> <laughs>